Welcome back to People Analytics. I'm your host, Lindsay Patton. Today I have with me Lisa Whalen, who is VP of People and Culture at Delhi Star. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad you could be here. So let's have you tell everyone who you are, what you do, and why you do it. Awesome. So my name is Lisa, and I've been working in the HR, people, and culture space for the past uh 15, 16 years now, and uh, just really enjoy uh, all things people and culture and people experiences. Uh, here at Delhi Star, I'm the VP of People and Culture, uh, and you know, really focus my my time on that uh, employee experience component and looking for ways that we can continue to uh, help create a culture of care for those. Mm-hmm. That- now, one thing that I really found fascinating when we connected is you call um, Delhi Star kind of like a 35-year-old startup. So can you explain uh, the meaning behind that? Yeah. So so Delhi Star is a family-owned business, second generation. And uh, in 2021, the company uh, had a, a plant fire that destroyed our production mm. facility wow. in Fayetteville, Illinois. And thankfully, no one was injured, uh, but the, the facility was a complete loss. And mm. so the, the family at that point decided uh, they wanted to rebuild. They were really passionate about uh, the company and the people that worked here and the industry and space that they served, customers that they served. And so decided to set out on the mission to to rebuild and to rescale a production facility. So uh, had eyes set on St. Louis and found a great space and great partners to, to work with there and uh, built a, a new facility, really triple the size of the old. And so, uh, so yeah, so we've, you know, for 34 years, uh, you know, operated in Fayetteville, Illinois. And then this year we are now in St. Louis and our, our production facility is up and running. Uh, but with that comes, you know, needing to scale up a production uh, plant pretty quickly. So mm-hmm. uh, in the past seven months, we've hired a hundred employees Wow. And have just really, uh, you know, all things that come with a scale-up uh, startup mentality, right? So we're relearning some things, uh, readjusting, kind of figuring out our new norm, and uh, just kind of working through it, building the plane in the air as you go sometimes. Yeah. I, you know, someone on either Twitter or LinkedIn was talking about how, you know, rock bottom can be opportunity. It doesn't necessarily have to mean like you are in the worst position. And it seems like everyone at Delhi Star really saw that as an opportunity. So can you talk us through kind of the process of, you know, obviously there's grief involved, but then how you set your sights on, you know, moving locations and hiring. And yeah, I mean, you guys, it seems like you just came back really strong and saw it as an opportunity. Yeah, I mean the the leaders here, the the family, the sequel family that owns the business. Uh, I mean, talk about perseverance. Talk about yeah. uh, leaders who are just, you know, obviously, yes, there is a component of grief and sadness uh, that goes into it, but just so focused on how can we, how can we build new? How can we start mm-hmm. fresh? What can we do? Uh, this is an opportunity to really do something different, and you know, kind of uh, challenge ourselves, pivot a little, uh, and so. You know, really, I, I think their attitudes uh, really was the key ingredient for our success mm-hmm. because I think many would have, you know, maybe wallowed in that grief and seen that as an opportunity to to slow down or perhaps stop. And yeah. uh, the team here did quite the opposite. They said, you know, gosh, that was really sad, but 
what can we do uh, to continue on? What can we do to make better? And I think it was really those those goals and and that sight on, uh, you know, a fresh start that really helped mm-hmm. uh, everyone stay energized and focused, uh, you know, through that period. Yeah. So when you're rebuilding with culture and, you know, what your ideal culture wanted to be, was that part of the discussion? It was a huge part of the discussion. Yeah. So uh, people first is really not just a tagline for us. It's really how we we carry out uh, day-to-day activities. It's how we think about new programs, new benefits, uh, and it's how all of our leaders really lead. And so when we thought about the culture and uh, people Every decision that we would make when it came to the building, when it came to uh, different line layouts, when it came to different things uh, within uh, the facility, it was really, how is this going to affect people? And what do we need from a a culture lens to really uplift and uh, encourage uh, our people who will be working in this facility? So every decision was really made with that intention. Yeah. And you mentioned how starting fresh can really help you create more people-centered programs. Um, What opportunities did you see for yourself as a people person? Yeah. So, you know, being able to, uh, to start fresh and kind of reimagine, uh, what different offerings, uh, could look like for employees. It was really exciting. It was a challenge, right? Because Mm -hmm. we're, you know, basically, you know, kind of trying to find a whole new employee candidate, uh, pool within St. Louis, you know, folks in St. Louis, uh, didn't necessarily know who we were. So uh, there was a component of really introducing ourselves in the community and, you know, working with different community partners to really ensure that the word was out about who we were and what we were doing in St. Louis and uh, that we were able to really position ourselves as a, a great employer, a great workplace. And so from an HR lens, it was an exciting time because, you know, we have this foundation, uh, this really strong foundation and, and company, uh, you know, performance and history. Mm-hmm. And now we get to kind of say, all right, so from a, a benefit and program perspective, uh, what do people want to see in the market? And, you know, yeah. and it just kind of coincided with that great resignation time period. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of a lot of people are really talking about and focused on how can we uh, think about our our benefits or think about different offerings in a new in a new fresh way. Uh, so it was a really great time to learn, a really great time to just reimagine and have some fun. You know, when you work in HR, sometimes we can get focused in on some of the the reactive or uh, you know, issues, employee issues that come up or, or things yeah. that happen. Uh, and so being able to play in a space of let's just kind of figure out something new and, and, and forge a better way was really exciting. Yeah. So we think about benefits often as PTO, healthcare, but I know that you like to think of benefits in creative ways as well that add, you know, that help with employee engagement, add to, you know, the overall well-being of the organization. Tell me how you like to think creatively. Yeah. So the standard boilerplate benefits, I think, especially in the market today, everyone just, you know, you kind of make an assumption that an employer is going to have those things. Yeah. You know, they're they're going to have 401k. They're going to have uh, health benefits. You know, you just, that's a given at this point. And so I like to think about benefits uh, kind of from this wow perspective. So throughout my career, I've had the really fortunate opportunity to work alongside some really great leaders who uh, were passionate about kind of creating these wow benefits as well. And so I really had a chance to help think about 
benefits from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we're thinking about wow benefits, uh, it's always what would be an offering that speaks to people uh, and would really help us stand out in the marketplace, you know, help not only stand out in the marketplace so that we can continue to find great talent and continue mm-hmm. to kind of put our name ahead of others who are looking for great talent too, because everyone is looking for, for great people to join their teams. Uh, and when you're a small to medium-sized business, especially when you're starting out in a new, in a new place, uh, it's, it's even more important that you stand out. So really, it was an opportunity from a marketing perspective, an employer branding perspective to set ourselves apart from others. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear about that company that allows you to bring your baby to work? <laughs> that, that's, a, that's something that stands out and, and gets noticed. Yeah. Uh, and then from the, the other lens of it, for our folks who are here, it really is an employee engagement and retention driver. So being able to, to offer employees uh, a benefit offering that that you know goes well and beyond just the basic benefits. Uh, really helps employees feel connected and engaged, and really helps drive you know their their loyalty within the business because uh, they see that we're investing in them, and especially in today's world, uh, that investing in people and that uh, care for people is is something that. We, we hope every business does, but unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's uh, a few and far between sometimes. So for our employees internally to feel that, that was a really uh, important driver and motivator for us as well. Yeah. So let's talk about bring your baby to work. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, so, so like I said, I've, I've been fortunate that I have uh, worked some places where leaders are really in support of uh, this initiative and uh, some different wow benefit offerings. And so a company I had worked for, uh, I was the chief people officer there uh, for about 10 years and they had this program in place where new moms and new dads uh, could bring their baby to work with them until the baby turned six months old. And wow. it was it was such an amazing benefit. And so, you know, a lot of times when I would talk about that, people would say, oh, so you had a daycare center on site. No, <laughs> no. Uh, we, moms and dads would uh, bring baby, uh, baby would be in a pack and play right next to their cubicle. Baby would hang out with them in their office. They would wear baby. Uh, so it was really the mom and dad's responsibility to take care of baby while the baby was at work. Uh, we, we figured out that six months was a perfect time. You know, when babies hit six months of age, that's when they get a little bit more mobile, a little more, bit more vocal. Uh, so it was a great opportunity to, to celebrate uh, the baby's retirement at that point. So we threw, <laughs> we threw the baby's retirement party <laughs> and we'd have a baby retirement cake and we'd have a photographer come in that last week and capture some <laughs> photos of baby working with their parents oh. and present mom and dad with those photos or that photo uh, in a nice frame during the retirement oh. uh, of baby. So it was just, you know, not, not only just such a great, uh, such a great benefit for, for parents returning to work, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's returning from work from any type of leave is challenging, but let alone right after you have a baby. And so we wanted to make sure that those parents felt supported, that they felt uh, seen and valued, and that they they knew that we cared about them uh, and their life yeah. outside of work. And, you know, it was a really great benefit because parents got to, to really 
be a part of, you know, the first year of a baby, they're changing so much. They're growing so yeah. fast. And I remember I brought all three of my girls with me uh, to work. Aww. And I remember seeing them roll over for the first time and have some of these key milestones that I would have missed if they were in daycare, yeah. with a, you know, a sitter somewhere. So I think parents just were so uh, motivated and inspired by a company giving back in that way that, you know, we saw that from a productivity lens, we didn't lose any productivity. Uh, yeah. People, you know, would, would be sure to uh, to make up the work in other ways um, and other times uh, because they, they just valued having the baby there in such, yeah. in such a strong way. And it was a great culture builder too internally. Uh, people loved having the babies there. Uh, if, you, if you were having a bad day or you got off a bad call uh, and you and you just <laughs> needed, needed a baby snuggle, it was, yeah. you, you had that opportunity. Uh, and customers really liked it. You know, I, I would hear, I would hear from people when I would talk about this benefit, uh, others outside the company would say, oh, that has to be so disruptive. Customers must really dislike that. Yeah. Customers thought it was amazing. And actually, it was a great way to retain and build our customer base. Wow. Customers would see that and say, wow, you must really care about people. And, you know, I used to have a, a customer that would call me once a week just to hear, just to hear my baby noises. And, uh, you know, when, when she had her own retirement, that customer sent me this beautiful basket and, uh, just was really, yeah, just really excited to, um, have had a piece of that experience with me. And so I think people just really, uh, enjoyed that, that benefit. So that is, that is one that we are replicating here at Delhi star. So we've, uh, just launched our bring your baby to work program and amazing. Uh, yeah and it's it's just really neat to see uh just to, to really experience that and to see your coworkers uh just really in that light i think it's just a really sweet and wonderful benefit yeah and i mean what a dream to retire at 6 months right <laughs> so yeah so i want to you know talk about this topic a little more because i think parents working parents and the challenges that they face is such an important topic and i think that the pandemic really busted open you know some of those challenges and made people kind of look face to face at is this worth you know um, uh, my family time or, you know, what am I prioritizing? So what kind of challenge, uh, do you like to remove challenges and barriers for parents? Do you like to remove in the workplace? Yeah, I think, I think you hit it, you know, head on that it's, it has been a challenging time for working parents, but even more so after the pandemic. And, you know, what we've heard from our teams too, you know, especially, uh, you know, as we're, you know, seeing more uh, millennials, more uh, Gen Zers enter the workforce, uh, you know, we're starting to hear things like, wow, I, I have this young family that I have to care for and I have aging parents that I need to care for. Wow, yeah. Uh, so it's, it's you know, that sandwich generation where, uh, you know, you're really caring on both sides. And so making sure that our, our benefits and our culture and our uh, – just the programs and the experiences that we put in place really help uplift, you know, so mm -hmm. for, for our bring your baby to work program, we know that there are roles within our business. We're a production facility uh, that it's not safe for baby to be on the yeah. floor. Uh, and so in, in that case uh, we offer a, you know, weekly uh, childcare reimbursement so that those, oh, wow. those parents can feel supported in a different way, uh, you know, feel that they, you know, 
that we still value and, and care for uh, for them and their family, and really help them in a different in a different manner. Uh, for you know, aging parents, I think that's a that's a growing requests that we're seeing internally from, from people is, you know, how can we help support that? And so really looking for, you know, different, uh, well-being tools, different, uh, applications for how we create some, some benefits that speak to, speak to all. And, you know, I always refer to, you know, when we think about these, these wow benefits, uh, not every single employee can participate in every single benefit. Mm -hmm. So it's really more of an a la carte menu that our goal is to create a wow benefit that, that you can you you can find a wow benefit that you can participate in uh, that is meaningful to you and that is really impactful yeah. to your to your particular uh, you know personal situation in your life. Yeah, and what I really like is that you reference caregiving, giving, which you know can lead can span. Uh, aging parents, you know, if someone has a chronic condition, um, I know that when I get my migraine attacks, my husband is great about making sure that I eat and the dogs are out. So like the fact that you included, you know, caregivers in, in that big bubble is really awesome because I think a lot of people don't think about, you know, like the effort, the emotional effort going on at home, whether it's parenting or just caregiving in general. Yeah. And, you know, we, we have a flexible uh, PTO program and it's really with that in mind uh, mm-hmm. that, you know, everyone has a different home life situation and to confine, to, to kind of mash everyone together into one policy of how yeah. uh, you take your time. It just felt really uh, just, it, it didn't feel unique. It didn't feel like it supported and uplifted our employees. Mm-hmm. So having more of a flexible uh, PTO program has been really beneficial because if someone has to, you know, t- you know, they're, especially right now, oh my gosh, if you have kids right now, it's, you know, we talked a little bit about this before the call that just the weather and the changes and things yeah. that are happening every, you know, kids are, there's so many, there's so much sickness going around right now yeah. all <laughs> yeah. in the winter months. And so rather than, penalizing and uh, having people afraid that they should have, you know, that they can't take the time because their kiddos are sick again, uh, or now they've caught it, uh, or they're, you know, they're, they're caregiving for someone else and and they're not doing well, uh, really trying to remove that barrier, that burden of, uh, you know, I have to come into work, I have to come into work. So, you know, I think that's, uh, that's a huge part of our culture is how do we support the whole person? You know, work, Lisa, has other obligations outside of work. And so we don't want to just focus in on, you know, here you are at work and here's what you have to get done. How can we support you in your life? Because if you're happy in your life, if you are feeling more fulfilled and more supported and more seen and cared for, uh, that's going to translate to your work performance. And that's going to translate to uh, even time off, even sick days. You know, you look at stress and, you know, people who are under so much, you know, stress either at home or at work and how that impacts everything around them and how that impacts their interactions with others. Uh, it's a, it's a big indicator. So how can we remove some barriers? How can we help create as stress-free as of an environment as we can so that you can, you can show up here in your authentic self and, and feel, uh, you know, really supported. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I, I love that because as someone with a, a chronic condition, the thing that I've learned is there's so much guilt and shame associated with being sick yeah. or, you know, over something that someone can't control. You feel guilty for not being a team player. You feel, um, you know, shame for not being there, but like, that's, you know, you should be supported is because we want, when you feel good, you're doing, you're doing good work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, the other side of that too is, you know, a lot of times with uh, flexible PTO policies or, or unlimited PTO policies, you know, the reverse effect happens. You have folks mm-hmm. who uh, are unsure of, well, how much time can I take? And I don't, yeah. I don't want people to think I'm taking too much time. And so they like stop taking vacations and they stop, you know, or, you know, I, I've called, I've had to miss because I was sick, so I can't take any any time to do anything that is, uh, you know, going to inspire, encourage, or, or, uh, you know, kind of de-stress myself. And so we, we like to look at, we, we run reports to see, uh, you know, once a quarter, how, how many vacation days have people taken? Mm -hmm. And we see that there's patterns or trends in certain people not really using that time. Then we we reach out to say, Hey, you know, we, we want you to use this time. How can we better support you? Do you feel like, you know, you don't have the support on your, within your, your core group uh, here at work to be able to step away? How can we get you that support? Do we need to have someone cross-trained? Do we need to bring in, uh, you know, some seasonal employees who might help lighten that load? So I think it's really important when you have these type of benefits that you're looking at the usage of them, because if folks aren't yeah. using the benefit, there's something wrong. And we want to, we want to we learn more about that. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's dive into time off because you have a great story about a thing called Sandy Vacations. Yes, yes. So this is from a past uh, experience as well. Uh, and, you know, we, we're we really looking at, again, what are some wow creative benefits that we can offer? And being a small to medium-sized company, you know, sometimes we're not the, the big tech companies of the world. And so, you know, mm-hmm. offering you know, free lunches and all of these other things that, that tend to take up a lot of resources. It just wasn't, it wasn't a, a possibility at the time. Yeah. And so we were really thinking about how can we find a benefit, offer a benefit that is low cost to the company and that could really make a big impact on our employees. Mm-hmm. And so it was with a meeting, our, our CFO at the time and I, uh, you know, were talking with our with some of our vendors and talking with our American Express uh, rep at the time, and they mentioned uh, our our points. You know, as we're mm-hmm. as we're making purchases, we're using our American Express, uh, our Amex uh, within our business to make purchases, and we're racking up these these points. And so uh, we had this epiphany of what if we use those points to fund employee travel. You know, it's not costing us anything. We're getting these points anyway. We have to make these purchases for our business. Uh, So why not use those points? Think about those points differently. So uh, our CFO really was the force driving this program. And it was really great to see a a CFO so passionate about how can we give back to our employees. And uh, so... From there, we uh, birthed the Sandy Vacation Program, and, and it was a nod to uh, the owner and founder. His name was Sandy. And so uh, it really, it, it was such a, a wonderful program. Every quarter, we would raffle off uh, you know, anywhere from four to six employee vacations. We had, wow. a, big, we had a big drum. Employees' names went into <laughs> I mean, it was a theatrical event. Uh, so great. I love it. It was. I mean, you the, the energy in the air during Aww. those during those days, uh, it was just, it was so contagious. Everyone was so excited. And, you know, because we had about 
200 employees at the time. And, uh, you know, our goal was that we wanted at some point for everyone to have won a trip. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, once you won one, you were not back in the barrel. Uh, and so in that first year, we'd raffled off uh, 12% of our employee population had received trips, which was wow. really exciting. Yeah. yeah. And we had partnered with a travel agency. So from a logistical end, uh, it, it removed the burden from HR. You know, there was no like, oh gosh, now we have to book employees trips. <laughs> um, so, you know, once, once an employee's name was drawn and they won a trip, we would uh, have a lunch to celebrate. So we did spend money to have a lunch oh, to cool. say, you know, hey, we're so excited for you. And here's the the logistics of that. We'd give them a packet with the travel agent's information. Uh, there was already some, because uh, they had a certain, you know, dollar amount uh, to use with mm-hmm. the points. And so, you know, we gave them that information, uh, shared with them, you know, here's some prearranged packages. Uh, but you can really work with your travel agent and really decide whatever suits you best. Because again- wow. No, no, no two people are alike in, in how they want to use that yeah. time or spend that time. So we had some folks who had never taken a trip. They'd never traveled outside of the state before, and they were able to go places. Uh, you know, my favorite story is we had an employee who had never left St. Louis and they were getting married and uh, they won a, a trip and they were able to, to take their honeymoon. And, uh, you know, they they went to Italy. I mean, it was like wild. Like they were able to like go somewhere. Oh, um, that's really amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And we had others who, you know, weren't as comfortable, uh, you know, with plane travel maybe. And so they had some really fun times in Chicago and, and Nashville and they were able to oh. drive and, and, you know, really just have a, a great experience there. So it, it was such a fun benefit. And uh, again, just a thinking about it differently and trying to find creative ways to, to fund, uh, some, some benefits, uh, that help drive engagement and support the business. Yeah. And I, you know, when you mentioned that sometimes it was some employees first time out of the state, their first trip, like, I think that travel, you know, it's something that it can be expensive and not necessarily um, accessible to a lot of people. And I think everyone kind of deserves that experience to go to a different place, get to know different people and have new experiences. And I really, really love that. You know, that is such a wonderful program. Yeah. I mean, you come back just so energized and it was amazing too, when folks would come back, uh, you know, because you don't you don't turn off your your brain when you're when you leave work or when you come into work. You know, yeah. I always hated the idea of work life balance. You know, I, I'm a it's work life integration. You know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm a mom. When I come into work, I don't just say, "All right, I'm not thinking about my kids anymore." I'm just thinking <laughs> about work. And the same goes when I get home. I'm not just you know. I'm turning yeah. my, my my head off, and I'm I'm not thinking about work uh, there either. So when folks would come back from trips being in some of these great places, having that time to really uh, disconnect and step away, they'd come back and say, you know, I was really thinking about this business issue we have, and I think I have a solution. You know, awesome. So it's kind of pulling them out of their their day-to-day, you know, sitting at your computer and, and you know, kind of having those day-to-day experiences, really being in a, a different place and having different experiences really helps inspire creativity. So it was really neat to see uh, those employees who would come back and, you know, have thought up a new way of doing something or had thought of a, a, you know, a way to solve a problem that we had. Yeah. And something else I know that you do at Deli Start is uh, you offer sabbaticals. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, uh, the, the sabbaticals here, it's, it's such an amazing, uh, benefit and perk. And, uh, you know, it was really kind of with that, that idea of creativity in mind as well. 
So once an employee has has been here for seven years, they're eligible uh, for a six-week sabbatical. And what they do during that time is really up to them. They can, you know, volunteer. They can do some type of passion project. They can travel, uh, you know, whatever. It's their time to use. It is a, we are paying them completely during their, their time away. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really an opportunity for them to, to take those six weeks and really uh, inspire creativity and, uh, you know, just really focus on something that is meaningful to them. So uh, we had uh, our first employee take a sabbatical and uh, this year, and it was really exciting. Uh, you know, the, the this benefit specifically just rolled out in 2021, right before the fire, mm-hmm. like the week before yeah. the fire, this benefit rolled out. And so, you know, we've been in this, this hyper rebuild scale up mode. Uh, and so now that things are a little bit more settled, we, we were able to have an employee take it. And it was so neat just to hear what what they did during that time and the travel that they participated in and, you know, just, you know, being able to do things around the house and just how appreciative they were when they came back and, you know, they were able to, to talk about what they, what they experienced and what they did. And what I loved about it, it was a leader. And so, you know, it really helps the organization see, especially frontline employees that yeah. well, if my leader is going to take it, then it, it's okay for me to take it. Cause I think right. sometimes you have these benefits and employees are scared to participate because, well, you know, maybe it's looked down upon if I take too much time off or if I were to take this sabbatical, no, we're encouraging yeah. it. Our leaders are doing it. Our CEO is, is going to take a sabbatical. I mean, it's, it's just such a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. Lisa, this has been such a great conversation with a so many creative ideas. And I hope that our audience is inspired and maybe someone implements bring your baby to work. Um, that's my that's my hope. Um, but before we uh, depart, do you have anything that you would like to add um, or think that we missed during the conversation? No, I, I you know, I, I think for some for some folks, the idea of creating some of these new creative benefits, it can feel overwhelming. You know, there's, gosh, I have so much to do, especially if you're in a a small to medium sized company and maybe you have a a small resources or, or, you know, not a lot of of hands to help Uh, start where you can start. Not, not everything has to happen all at the same time. So think of those little intentional ways that you can show employees that you care outside of your, your standard benefit (laughs) offerings and just build upon them from there. That's amazing. So if anyone in our audience wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do so? Absolutely. So uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Lisa Whalen on LinkedIn. Uh, you can absolutely email me uh, lwhalen at delistarinc.com. Those would be the best places. And I'm so passionate about, about all of this and helping other companies uh, find ways to, to care for their employees. So I'm always willing to share and uh, give some insight there. Amazing. Thank you so much, Lisa. And if you or anyone you know is like Lisa who wants to create a more human experience in the workplace, email me, lindsay at staffgeek.com. Thank you for listening to Staff Geek's People Analytics Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Patton, and I'm always looking to interview leaders who put people first. If you or someone you know lead with a people-first mindset, please email me at lindsay at staffgeek.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y at staffgeek.com. If you want to take things a step deeper and understand your organization's true culture DNA, I encourage you to take Staff Geek's free culture assessment. Just head to staffgeek.com and click the button that says free culture assessment. Thanks again for listening.